Hi, I'm Angelica Bell and welcome to the Royal Bank Business Show. Joining me today is someone who you may have found yourself watching over and over on TikTok well into the night. It's the pool guy. Miles Laughlin joined TikTok in 2020 when he first posted a video of himself cleaning a swimming pool. It went viral and he now has more than 13.7 million followers who watch him clean dirty swimming pools daily. He's going to help us understand TikTok and let us into some secrets to make your business go viral. Miles, I am so pleased you're here because I am rubbish at TikTok. What? Really? Yes. I think I've got an account, but I don't think I've posted a video yet. Angelica, you've got to be consistent. You need to be posting <laughs> at least once a day. Is that one of your tips? That is one of my tips, definitely. Being okay. consistent. Okay, but before we get into the nitty gritty of why you're so good, we like to have the 60 second challenge for our guests. Yeah. So can you tell me your story from A to B because it's still continuing? And let us know a bit more about you and how this all came about. So I'm Miles, a.k.a. The Pool Guy, and I'm a swimming pool engineer from Bedfordshire, and I clean, maintain, and refurb swimming pools. I started about 14 years ago. I, I sort of left school, didn't have any good grades, went to, didn't go to college, so I was working sort of dead-end jobs, and then I fell into sort of swimming pool work with a local swimming pool company who asked me to help out maybe for a couple of weeks during the summer. I ended up staying there for 10 years, 10, 11 years. And then I started posting videos on social media about my work and already had a passion for swimming pools and then found that I had a passion for social media and content. So they both worked really well together since the first video I posted blew up and came quite a surprise to me, but I stayed consistent, posted every day and the following grew and grew. And now I'm running my own business as the pool guy. So when you put that first video up, honestly, were you just thinking, oh, this is just, I'll put this up, see what happens, you know, it's a bit, I mean, could you, you play it down, it's not really interesting, whatever. Were you, you know, tell me, explain how it felt when you saw the numbers and you just thought, whoa. So I actually had TikTok, another TikTok channel already. I was just posting normal family stuff, everyday bits, but they weren't, they weren't getting the numbers like I'm getting now on the pool guy. One day I went to a job, I posted a video of my work and it got more attention than all my other videos did. So that's when I decided to start a new channel, call it The Pool Guy. And I went to a job, filmed it, done a voiceover, posted it and straight away the numbers were picking up. The comments were coming in, it was going crazy. And I was just like driving, I pulled over, had a look and it was just insane. I didn't know what to do with it or what I was going to do next. What, what were you thinking? So basically the video I posted was the start of a swimming pool in the summer. It was green. I got it running and said, oh, I'll be back, follow for part two, blah, 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 that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And this was on a Friday and I weren't going back till the Monday. So all over the weekend, people were messaging, I need to see part two. I need this, I need that now. <laughs> so I was really eager to get back to the job. And to be honest, thought I'll post the next part and it won't go off like the first one. Surely not. Went, done the job, posted the next bit and it blew up just as much as the first video did. And I just sort of saw how interested people were. I told my Mrs. Lauren, she was like, oh, stop being silly, posting stuff on social media, TikTok as a kid's app, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no. Wait, she got, we're getting that now. She's definitely yeah, eating her words. And uh, yeah, I carried on with it. And people were asking so many questions. How do you do this? How do you do that? So I sort of went and diversed on the, on the content a little bit, um, showed how to do different types of things and the interest that, I got from people was just crazy. So I just carried on posting videos every day. 
I mean, that is is really interesting story because what you might not have thought was interesting to other people, that, that you know, they wanted more. It was like, give give us some more. But how did you know how to create those videos? That's one of the things that stops me doing it because maybe I need to spend a bit more time on the, on the platform. But yeah. how did you know how to create it and what would work? So I think what really helped, obviously, is that I've been doing swimming pool work for 14 years or 10, 11 years at the time. So I knew the job inside out. I knew how to do a thing like, and I was on, also I was on TikTok prior to having the Pool Guy channel. So I knew how TikTok worked. Um, so creating the content and making it run smoothly like people would like to watch was sort of came easy to me. So the, so just the editing, you just sort of knew how to put it together and what yeah, worked, uh, F- the F- process. Everything was done in order. It was uh, so you can understand like what's going on in the video so it's sort of easy to watch and then I've done a voiceover and apparently my voice was sort of like satisfying to listen to as well and relaxing which I never really knew I think it's very relaxing thank you I'm not that I'm falling asleep no I hear it so many times and people are always like oh can can you read me a bedtime story I need (laughs) you to do like it's serious you'll be on CBeebies next I'm really interested to like sort of do voice work so but I've got obviously a swimming pool company I've got content to create it's just so much going on it's about making the right decisions I suppose well you've got lots of followers all over the world I'm assuming all over the world all over the world um how has your life changed since going viral and gaining so many followers so to be honest I thought I was busy enough especially in the summer as a swimming pool engineer because obviously everyone's outdoor pools are open um but since i started social media it's just literally non-stop i'm never not on my phone when i'm at home so i'm always been told oh you're always on your phone but it's content creation so i'll go to work i'll do the job i'll record the video while i'm at the job i'll go home I'll then have to edit the videos. I'll do voiceovers because 99% of my videos have got a voiceover and post that. And then I've got to be engaging with the um, followers as well. So it's just nonstop. So even for you and your business and and being successful, you've got to look at your work-life balance. I really want to keep up and stay consistent with the content. But like I say, I've got life, uh, I've got family. So I don't want to sort of like dedicate myself just to content I've got to be got to be a dad well with your newfound fame that means you've connected with lots of interesting people yeah I'm not really used to it obviously before I've never really like I never really met famous people and that but when I'm blowing up on social media and then getting a dm from someone with a blue tick was like really exciting and then they're like well I need you to come around and do my pool can we do can we do this so I've got um a few fa- famous clients that I've uh, do work for, and some that I've just collabed with. Have you signed NDAs? Okay. Uh, I've never signed NDAs. I've but done, you can tell us a bit. I can tell you. Yeah, I do Jermaine Genus. I go around and do his pool um, on a regular basis now. Stacy Solomon's one of my clients. I've collabed with Tiny Temper. He was one of my favourites. He literally just wanted to be in a video, so sort of met him at his house. I did do pool work, obviously, to make the video work. But, yeah, that was really exciting. So through your business, like you know, people want to be with you. People want to be seen with you. Yeah, which is just crazy to me, really, because I just feel like I'm just like your normal guy. But um, these people want me to come around and sort their pool out. 
or even just to collab. You're doing very well and there must be something about you which makes people gravitate to you. Have you, know, have you thought about that? I think at the end of the day, what it is, is I just be myself. So it's, it's, it's really easy. Um, whereas if you've got someone who does acting or any different type of content, they've got to keep up that act. Whereas with me, it just comes so easily. So the content creation is very easy to do and it's like not an act really. So Is that a, um, a piece of advice you give to anyone who was Def- going to well, try and explore this area? You get people who do acting as like content and they've got to act. But um, if you try and pretend to be something you're not, it's always hard to keep that act up. Whereas with me, it's just I'll be myself. Um, so there's no pressure for me, for me. Do you have any guidance from anyone or to, to sort of to say, try this or try that? Or do you just stick to what you know works? Sometimes my missus will say, well, I've, <laughs> I'll show her a video if I'm not 100% sure. And she'll say, yeah, it's great most of the time. And it, but then sometimes it will be, oh, I'm not sure you should change this or you shouldn't have said that. So... So you do have a sounding board as well? Yeah, I mean, I plan everything out. And um, unless I'm 100% happy, I won't be posting any sort of content that I'm not happy with. And do your followers sort of guide you as well? They do, actually. People on TikTok are really nice, actually. And they're, you don't get much criticism on, well, I don't on TikTok. But you go over to YouTube and people are relentless. And they'll post a video and they'll just say, uh, the audio was rubbish or this is rubbish or you should do this or you should do that. And then some people are like, give you good advice. So I, I do get some uh, pretty, pretty good tips from followers as well. So I think you just highlighted that there's good things about social media, but also bad things. How do you manage that? Like I, said, I try to stay consistent um, and not be controversial with my content, which I think would be quite hard to be like that. Um, try not to argue or if people are being rude in the comment section, just ignore them. I don't even talk, like, don't even reply back because then it doesn't. Because if other people see you replying to someone's comment like that, they'll, and you're not replying to their comment, they'll probably say something similar just so you comment back to them. And it just becomes like a back and forth sort of argument. And it's nobody gets anywhere really with that. So do you engage with people? I engage, yeah, with people. Um, most of the time, it's always the same questions. Mostly it's, have you ever fallen in the swimming pool? And I've been asked that question in my comment section. Oh, that's my next question. Millions of times. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is twice. I've fallen in the swimming pool twice, which I think is pretty good for 14 years of pool service. I think that's excellent. It's not bad. And luckily they were both warm pools or indoor pools. So <laughs> not during the winter. But yeah, I think um, engaging with the um, followers is pretty key, especially if you're posting content. Are there any trends on socials that's helped your business and your followings flourish? Because I know you say you like to stick to what you know, but... Yeah, it is always good uh, for content creators to jump on trends. But with my content, it was pretty hard to do that because trends that were going about had nothing to do with my content. But luckily in the first year, for about six months, I think I was a trend because anyone who had a swimming pool or a hot tub or even their bath, they were pretending to be me and like saying my sayings, I'll holler your boy. Like they'll go, someone will go do their maintenance on their pool and say everything that I say, even if it's a paddling pool, the dad will be there cleaning it, netting stuff out. And then they'll go holler your boy for the pool work at the end. I've had people do it on their kitchen sinks. It was crazy. So I, f- I think I was kind of a trend for a few months. 
but I've never really jumped on trends myself. Um, but it seems to be working. So in a way, Miles, you became bigger than the brand. Sort of, yeah. So the pool guy has its own hashtag. Hashtag, yeah, the, the hash, hashtag the pool guy. The last time I looked had, had over 2 billion views on it, which was just really? mind-blowing, yeah. That's insane. Yeah, so people tend to... I know to I keep look, saying that, but it's, you know... It is crazy. The numbers are ridiculous. But um, when you go on social media, you tend to look for what best hashtags to use and stuff. But yeah, the pool guy had over 2 billion the last time I looked. <laughs> But for people who are thinking of using the platform to help their business, you would suggest if there are trends, maybe sometimes they are worth, in you know, tagging yeah, along. Definitely. If the trends can sort of fit into your content creation, then you definitely jump on trends. But they only last a week. So you you get a lot of people who jump on them and then you'll see in the comments, oh, this was so last week or whatever. It just people get bored really easy and then move on to the next I think that social media is a fantastic tool for anyone with a business who is on a budget with their marketing, because this is what it's all about. It's marketing, advertising and yeah. getting your brand out there. Do you think any business can use media to build an audience yeah, if so, they do it in the right way? Then yeah, is that so what you're saying? like you say, it's free marketing. Um, so if anyone's got a business, I definitely think that you should be on social media. It's just the way you do it. Like mine, I didn't intentionally go on there and start a pool guide just so I can grow my business. But I think just because I've just sort of shown content of how I do stuff, people automatically will then, I'll get emails come through, oh, can I book you in to sort of come and do this work? So it's just come automatically. Whereas if you're on there, buy this, buy that, it's just not going to work. People aren't into that sort of style of um, content. So we touched upon the fact that life is manic for you. Very, yeah. What help have you got to manage this? I know you've got your partner, Lauren, who's amazing. Yeah. But it's it's growing and growing. And, you you know, we've talked about, you know, we've already alluded to the fact that you are having to manage that time sort of meticulously. Yeah. So I get, I'd, people think I work all over the UK. Um because they don't think there's that many pools in the UK for me to keep busy. But there's hundreds of pool companies, let alone pools. I think the last sort of figure I'd heard of was, was over a quarter of a million pools in the UK, which is enough for to go around for all companies. So I stay sort of within an hour of my my hometown. But I, like I say, I get um, inquiries from all over the UK. So what I would love to do going forward is be able to employ people, uh, expand the business. Um, so that I can take on more jobs and grow the pool guy as a business. Right now, is it who's who's in the company? How many people work for so you? So it's just me. And I've got another pool company and I run that with my brother-in-law and that's for bigger like refurb jobs. See, mostly on my on my um, social medias, you'll just see pool cleans and stuff. But I do like plumbing, tiling, uh, refurbs, but not as interesting to see as the cleanups. Okay, so you're working on your own. Yeah. You've got all these followers, people probably messaging you all the time saying, can you come and sort yeah. out my pool or whatever. Yeah. And, and you're just what, doing it? So I've got regular clients that I had before social media. So I always try to keep them happy as well. But I'm always looking to take on more uh, and new clients. But I can only take on so many because it's just me. So that's why I've got the idea, well... Uh, it needs to happen really that I employ more people and expand the business and then I can take on more jobs. Um, 
But then I get sometimes people want just me to come around. So it might be that if I do expand and then someone else turns up, they're like, hold on, who's this? So that's a bit of pressure, isn't it? It is a little bit of pressure. And um, obviously taking on new people, you've got to be able to trust them. But it seems like you're loyal. Do you think yeah. that's one of your USPs when it comes to your business? Because like you just mentioned, those people that, that you you know used to help before you became famous are so important to you. Yeah, to my old client base. Yeah. yeah so I'd like to, to be honest, when... It all blew up on social media. They're like, oh, we're not going to see you anymore. You're going to be doing... I'm like, I've got to carry on doing swimming pool work to get the content. So obviously I tried to keep them happy, but I also like to bring on new new jobs and new clients. Because my next question was, has your large following affected how you run your business? But I guess it hasn't, it hasn't, because you're still doing what you do, what yeah. you love, looking after the your, your, your old clients, but then wanting to grow. Yeah, so I'm sort of stuck at the moment until I do grow the business because I don't just want to be doing swimming pool work. I'd love to have the pool guy running as a proper swimming pool company with uh, employees um, doing work all over the place. But then I want to be doing more content-focused stuff, TV. I've got plans to know to have like a like a pool guy show going around sort of like abandoned swimming pools, cleaning them up. It's sort of like trash TV, but people love to watch that sort of stuff. You heard it here first. A TV show is coming to TV you very show, soon. yeah, definitely. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. So let's just expand on this because, you, you, again, you're just throwing this out there as if it's nothing. Okay. <laughs> no, it isn't nothing. It's uh, quite big. But like I said... These I, are big, no, but Miles, these are massive plans that you want to expand on. Huge plans. But like I said, I still want to keep the um, the business going as a normal business with people working and cleaning pools, doing maintenance, normal stuff. But then I want to see how far I can go with the social media and TV. So do you still face the same challenges that a small business would face? You know, And has that changed from when you started to now? Yeah, I face quite a lot of challenges. Obviously, I've got to keep up the business, the work. But now I'm doing the content, I'm posting the content, engaging with followers Whereas someone who's blown up on social media like I have would normally just quit their daytime job um, and then they can focus on the content during the day and that's their, that's now their full-time job. Whereas now I'm still doing the job, editing the content, posting, so I'm like busy 24-7. Mm. But I kind of like it because I always think, not that I'm hoping it doesn't, like if social media stuff dried up, I can just fall back and go back to concentrating on the ball guys as a swimming pool company. Yeah, and that doesn't phase you because, you know, especially when someone becomes really famous or well-known, yeah. you know, there's peaks and troughs with that sort of lifestyle, isn't there? I think I'll be a little bit upset, but it won't be the end of the world, whereas someone who's gone famous and has now got used to the social media life has to go back to a normal job. I think it would be quite difficult for them. Mars, we've had a question in from Instagram. And it is, what is the best part of working for yourself? I think the best part about being in business on my own is I've got no one um, that I can really argue with. My decision sort of final. Um, I think it works works well like that. So you're the boss? I'm the boss at the end of the day. There are some people in the background that might swerve my decision, but mine is final at the end of the day. Do you think that's one thing that's stops you expanding because you'll have to have you know other people you'll have to transfer some of that 
power to other people and, they, and they've got your name attached to them. Yeah, so obviously I'd love to expand the business and employ new people, but I've got to be able to trust them 100% with the pool guy name. You are sort of like a beacon of how it can work and work successfully. So do you see it as a tool that's helped you with growth, but also future growth? Yeah, so like it's not really an act with me. I just am, I am who I am. It works well on my content. So I, as long as I'm changing it up a little bit, not but not completely, I think it's going to work long term. Mm-hmm. So what advice would you give to anyone who's got a small business now or thinking of starting a small business and this, and they're listening to this going, I want to tap into this. This is a great platform. It will help me with my marketing. What advice? I mean, you can't give? you can't really go wrong on social media. It will either work or it won't. So you're not really going to lose out. Stay true to yourself. Um, be consistent with the content. And uh, jump on trends now and then, if it, especially if it works for your business and the content that you normally put out. I'm going to have to take some of that advice. Definitely should. You should at least post one video <laughs> on your TikTok. <laughs> and get on with it. Miles, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? So people, whenever I, when I blew up on social media, people are, oh, you'll change this and that. But I was always told, you know, stay genuine, be yourself, be consistent. And that's definitely something I'd pass on to anyone looking to go onto social media and run their own business. Stay true to yourself, be consistent. And it will all work out. Well, Miles, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. No, it's been amazing. And also, you know, it's made me think about my platforms as well and how I use them. And Yeah, definitely. I, I'm looking forward to seeing your first TikTok. Anyway. <laughs> you might have to be in it. <laughs> I'll be in your first TikTok. <laughs> Brilliant. We'll sort it out. Thank you so much for all your advice. And, and it's just nice to meet good people who've got a good story. No worries. Thank you for having me again. Miles, also known as The Pool Guy, thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you for listening. Remember to hit follow and subscribe to listen in to the rest of this season on The Business Show. We've got some incredible guests still to come. And if today's episode has inspired you, head to our website to find more insights and potential solutions that could help you take action today. Until next time.